John, do you have a phone yet? Uh, not yet, but uh, in in a few days I will. I mean, I well, let's see. I have a phone. <laughs> let me, let me, All right, that's not the question me, uh, anyone is over. interested in. I want to know if you have the phone. <laughs> have I told you about this phone that I have? I love this phone. Uh, um, bleep bloop. Yeah, so now I uh, I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning and ordered myself a new phone, uh, 128 gigabyte red, if you're wondering. I was. Um, and it uh, comes, comes Friday, so Friday. it'll be, uh, okay. it'll be, I'm not sure if I remember how to set them up, so. Um, wait, wait, are you setting it up a fresh phone? No, you're migrating. No, you're going to no, migrate. It's, I, no, I it's fine, so. it changes every time, is my experience. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. Right. Since I haven't done that in quite some time. Okay. That should be fun. Is it everything that you hoped and dreamed of? We didn't get to talk about it last <laughs> week because the show came out after the phone was released, but we recorded before the phone was released or announced. I mean, it's it's not any different than I expected, right? I don't think we... So you're surprised and delighted is what I'm hearing. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would, I, as I've said, I want a smaller phone than this, but I'm, I've lived with this size before and I will do it again for at least a while and... It'll be nice having a slightly better camera. Yeah, that's for sure. sure. And, so, I, and, you're saying slightly, but isn't it a significantly better camera? Yeah, I mean, f- compared to what I have, yeah, sure. Yeah. Compared to your piece yeah. of shit. I'm I mean, saying. it's not. As, it's obviously not going to be as good as the, the 11, but it's still it's still pretty good. It does have the portrait. Does have portrait. You've made mode. your bed. Now you got a phone with it. Yeah. <laughs> the right. the lens in that like that like 12 meg- megapixel lens is I think essentially the same as like that standard wide angle lens on all the other on basically every other like iOS device. Yeah, I don't think it. I think they're just using the same wide angle camera. The question, like, it's just that the SE doesn't have either of the other lenses, and right. who knows? Maybe it's not quite as good, but like, it seems the specs look outwardly the same. So who knows? Yeah, so it should be good. Should be good. Should be good. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You know, I don't leave the house. So <laughs> sure, sure, it's a real problem. <laughs> not that I did much before all this happened. But... I saw an interesting thread on Twitter, and I was curious what your take is on this, uh, especially John, but really both of you. How low is your phone's battery level by the time you get out of bed during this pandemic specifically? Like how much are you using your phone before you get out of bed is the question. (laughs) Um, My phone, I have noticed, uh, is down to like 84% by the time I get out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) But that is, but that is because the battery is so bad right now. The yeah, battery is right. terrible. So as soon as he unplugs it, it's at eighty-eight, Dan. It's not that big. <laughs> practically. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I, I I often sit in bed for like a half an hour, just like catching up on stuff before I get. Yeah, up I feel like I'm probably close to that for time. I don't think my battery gets quite as low, but it's definitely no. lower than it used to be. And yeah, I mean, it sits on a on a like a chi charger most of the day, honestly, at my desk. And do you think that's bad for it? I know there's all this debate about how you maximize the lifespan of these batteries. Is it bad if it sits on the Qi charger all day? I don't know because the question is there's stuff like there's stuff going on behind the scenes that is not reflected in essentially the way the iPhone is charging. So basically, there are times where if you leave it on the charger for long periods of time, it says it's at 100%, but it's not actually at 100% because it's yeah. it's optimizing for that. So it's similar to like there's the thing they re- they announced the other week um uh for the macbooks the newer macbooks when you charge them now they'll actually you know preserve the health of the battery prioritize that over fully charging Uh, because yeah fully charging is not the way that you want to go generally but i think the iphones have been doing that for a long time just in terms of how they manage it so 
yeah, I don't know. I, I leave yeah. it there most of the time. At this point, I'm on a replace my phone every year <laughs> cycle, so it seems like it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I can't burn out the battery yeah. in a year, basically. Are you are you doing that? Why why are you replacing your phone every year? Because I'm on yeah, the I'm on the upgrade plan. On this Apple plan, yeah. and you feel you feel just stuck. because he's, just because you're on you're on the upgrade plan, and and you want to because it basically means you can you want to talk you want to talk about them. Right. You can buy a new phone for like a hundred to two hundred bucks, and then your monthly payment goes up by like one to three dollars. <laughs> so it's like it it feels like you're buying the phone for just that couple hundred bucks, right, Dan? That's yeah. How I, I look in at. fact, I'm, mine doesn't. My payment has not gone up basically since I moved to the ten. So the ten, the ten S, and the eleven Pro were all because I picked the same you know storage tier, right, like the middle one or whatever. Uh, my mine price... always seems to increase by a dollar. Oh, know. my mine has been. I feel like mine has been exactly the same. For the entire time plus yeah. you get the apple care in some ways they get you because it feels wasteful to not buy a new phone if you're paying every month <laughs> exactly yeah but yeah. at the same time you're not paying the full price of a phone you're not paying that like one thousand dollars because you're only paying for a year's worth of that phone and so it's it's calculated well to eventually be... eventually you'll have to <laughs> eventually maybe but like when though <laughs> i don't know at do you think end. society will collapse first <laughs> at the end of your at the end of your life not the end of the phone's life no john the way i see it is someone whoever's left my kids have to pay <laughs> off the full exactly, of the phone. Yeah. it's I'm a shell fine. game it's a shell game <laughs> yeah because you know if you're if it's like divided up into like 24 payments over the course of two years and you're eligible to upgrade after one year you're only ever paying you know the value of yeah and and the downside is you can't like go turn around and sell that phone right without paying it off but you get a new phone every year so you know it's no it's it's not a a bad deal it's it's not not as it's not as good as my deal where i where i paid for i paid four hundred dollars for a phone and kept it for four years i mean financially (laughs) no experientially i'm not sure that was a good deal john i don't know i just i've i've been very happy with this phone I would say the last the last six I'm months less so, Listen, for sure. If I didn't know you, I wouldn't know why they make these phones. And honestly, like, are you are you nervous about the new one? Because it is bigger than your current one. I mean, I'm not because I I had I had a six for a year, and then I had a success for six months and, until I got the the SE. So it's fine. I can live with it. I just it's not so my preferred I, size. I do want listeners to note that right, like. John's like, oh, yeah. I've held on to this phone for so, for for so many years. You guys buy all these phones, but he bought like more than one phone within a year. <laughs> like he bought two phones in a one year span. Listener, yeah, he said yeah. he had that right. for six. I think months. I was on the. I think I was on the upgrade plan at that point. Um, and Hank ended up getting my six S. So I think the so I got the six on the plan, and then the six S came out. Got the six S on the you know as the upgrade on the plan. And then Hank took over my 6S when I got the yeah. SE. And John, you have so. threatened to buy more than one phone this year. I did. I don't think, you know, given, <laughs> the, given the state of everything, I probably won't do that. My plan currently is, uh, yeah, because, I mean, if they're going to come out with a 5.4-inch edge-to-edge phone in the fall, that's probably what I really want. But um, I'm probably going to keep this for, I would say, a year and a half and then... Either get the one that comes out this later this year cheaper or get a new one a year and a half from now. Mm-hmm. Sure. That makes sense. I mean, a year and a half is a good amount of time. I figured like, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's enough to get your money's worth out of a $450 phone. <laughs> yeah. I also got an Apple adjacent gadget this week. I bought because I can, don't have one of the fancy new iPads. Pebble smartwatch. 
It was a Pebble smartwatch. I still have my Pebble <laughs> smartwatch. It was one of the things I kept when I cleaned out this whole... Actually, did I? Maybe I tossed it. Who knows? <laughs> Do I care? No, haven't used it in years. Uh, no, I bought... Because I can't get one of the fancy new Magic Keyboards, because my iPad is too old, I bought one of the Logitech keyboard cases with the trackpad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Um, which has been interesting. Um, I don't know. It's not... Be- the, the keyboard part of it is probably the best part of it. What's unfortunate is just the rest of it is not great. It all feels like, you know, the amount of time and energy that Apple spent engineering those hinges and, like, the magnetic back and all of that. Logitech's like, slap on a case and a kickstand, we'll call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the keyboard and the trackpad both work pretty well in my, like, limited testing so far. Uh, the biggest issue, I, I had two issues. One, this was such a weird issue. Um... I was typing, and I tried to type a message to a friend, and because it was our friend Tony Sindelar, I tried to type D and D with the ampersand, because that's what we talk about, and I typed D, and I tried to type the ampersand, nothing happens. Well, that's weird. Uh, I try again, didn't work. Is this key broken? I can type the seven, but as soon as I hit shift and hit that button, nothing happens. It's like, that's very strange. So I tried a bunch of, like, I just started typing, like, all the keys on the keyboard, and I found that in a few other places, like, it would work with the shift key in one position, but not the other, and not always the same way. Like, on the quote key, I could type a quotation mark by typing the shift and hitting that button. Could not type an apostrophe. This is very, very fucking bizarre. Uh, So I did a little research. Um, Somebody suggested restoring the modifier keys back to their defaults because I had altered those. Didn't help. What eventually did fix it was someone said there's an, there appears to be a bug that has happened with other keyboards as well, where in the hardware keyboard stuff, you can pick a keyboard layout, and it's usually just on automatic, and it figures out what to pick. For some reason, even though it reports being on the U.S. layout, it is not on the U.S. layout. <laughs> it is using some other keyboard layout. <laughs> so if you manually specify U.S., everything works fine again. <laughs> Uh, mm. which is really, really weird. But like, I'm sitting there hitting these buttons thinking it can't be a mechanical problem because the key still works if I hit the shift key. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, I, I, as soon as somebody said keyboard layouts, I was like, oh, that has to be it. Because I remember when I lived in the UK, the keyboard layouts are different. And like, yeah. the you know, the, the quote key is in like a different place and all the stuff. I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. That's why this isn't working. So I don't know what layout I was on, but it was a stupid one where I couldn't type apostrophes. Canada. Canada. <laughs> I have the uh, the original iPad Pro 12.9 inch, and I'm on my second Logi keyboard case. I leave it in that case 99% of the time. I love this freaking case. It is slowly falling apart the way the first one did. Um, like literally bits of plastic breaking off, and I treat my iPad so nicely. It's just this keyboard is, is not built to survive <laughs> use, I guess. Now, I've had this one probably, this version of the case for, for two years, um, but uh, it bums me out that the the actual physical pieces of it break off. I super super want a new iPad Pro and the new fancy overpriced keyboards for it. Overpriced being because it's more money than I want to spend. Not that they're necessarily right. charging more than it's worth. Yeah. Um, I just can't justify any of the costs, uh, especially when I'm not leaving the house. But also, that's the thing. Well, economy, that was and that's like, what I, I decided know. too because I thought I thought I was going to get one, and then I thought like, when am I actually going to use this thing? Because my use case for an iPad keyboard is slapping it on the ipad as i'm going out the door to go to 
hang out someplace yeah. and type for a while. And I am, I don't know if you've noticed, not going out the door to go someplace and type for a while. Right. I mean, that's oh. why I justified buying the keyboard in that I would have something to write about. And it was only like 150 bucks as opposed to like the $300 yeah. the Magic Keyboard right. is. And I'm not buying a new laptop for that exact reason. Well, I think I would have been much, I would have been much more likely to just spend the 200 bucks on the bridge. But that doesn't sound like that's that great. I think th- I think the functionality of this works better with the bridge, but I will say the bridge design is probably a lot nicer. Um, yeah, and especially yeah, I, because I well, yeah. <laughs> the bridge is I mean, the bridge design will definitely work a lot better on your lap. Like if you're using your iPad on your lap somewhere, I would right, right. I would not recommend this as a lap typing keyboard. I was using it a little bit yesterday, and one thing that I found so it's a smart connector thing, right? And on the older ones, the smart connector is on the edge, and so the keyboard just like magnets on like one of the smart covers and then the back case which has the kickstand in it is like a separate piece but i noticed that when i had it on my lap i feel like it loses connection a bunch just because of where that hinge is placed and maybe the contacts are dirty and need to be cleaned a little bit or something but like i'd be typing and then it would just seem to stop for like a half second and then it would come back i was like it feels like the connection might just be loose on if you've like got it on your lap on a desk it seems fine because it's much more stable um, and it's just not because a kickstand is not an ideal thing for typing on your lap, period. So, no. Yeah. I mean, the keyboard yeah. and the trackpad are good in this. I would actually like to see Logitech make a a setup that was essentially more like the bridge, but with this keyboard and trackpad, because I actually mm-hmm. think that would be a lot better. Um, but yeah. they may have no interest in doing that. And it could be probably a lot more expensive, I imagine. Yeah, I'm not doing I don't I don't I don't do kickstands. <laughs> it's fine it's not great but it's fine yeah i just it's not it's not what i want i want to i i like the hinge i I really i mean i have a bridge the current one without the you know the i guess the previous one without the trackpad just the keyboard and i like it a lot and will continue to use it in you know whenever i get the chance but it's it's just it's much better to me for to have a to have a hinge and then I think I must the smart keyboard, the old smart keyboard for the old iPad Pro is my favorite. And it has limitations, obviously no trackpad and the keys are not quite as good. But honestly, it's so light. And the fact that it just comes on and off so easily and you don't have to like pry any part of the case off or whatever. Uh, for me, that's a huge advantage. Yeah. Well, speaking as we talk about old iPads, uh, do iPads report on battery health the way that iPhones can? Don't believe they do. Because I think you are right, because I think it is certain that my iPad Pro's battery is less healthy than it once was. It can still do hours and hours and hours of work, but it can't do it. Like, it's low way earlier than it used to be. And I was like, maybe it's fine. Let me go into settings battery. And like, oh, it doesn't say anything. But then I was starting to realize maybe it just never says anything, which is a great way to not reveal the issue. I'm with you, Lex. I've noticed my iPad, it feels like it drains a lot faster. And I will like pick it up later on in the day. I'm like, man, didn't I just charge this like yesterday? And I, I think there is. I wish they would put that in because I know the battery's a lot bigger, but it's still going to degrade over time. And how old are yours? Mine's three years old. Okay. I mean, we, when you think about it, like <laughs> you think about what we what you would expect from a three year old iPhone battery, you would be like, yeah, of course this thing doesn't. Yeah, but I don't have to like right. it. <laughs> doesn't hold much of a charge anymore. And but with iPads, it's like I'm almost always very used to just like I would use my iPad for my i what is it 11 inch Pro for a while, and it will not seem to drain at all. Which is, you know, which is a trick of whatever math Apple's using. It's obviously, it's obviously using electricity. 
these came out the one that i have came out in 2015 november 2015 i don't know when i got it though yeah and mine came out in june 2017 i got it pretty much immediately what's that yeah what's that url you can go to to see all of your apple devices like apple id.apple.com yeah that has them all you have old uh old devices that need managing no, no, I'm just, I'm going to check it because it'll tell me when I registered my iPad. Yeah, I was I was there the other day because I have now I got a um I got a Mac Mini, uh, which we talked about me ordering good. last week, but uh, it arrived and I set it up and then you know had to go through the dance because I've got five Macs already authorized in iTunes and so I had to go through and like figure out which ones. It, it's just it it's crazy that it doesn't say and it's the, i don't even think that actually tells you that will tell you which ones you have registered in iCloud but not necessarily whether or not they're connected to Apple Music or one of the services like that so oh, yeah it right. was it was just a matter of like you know okay it's probably this one I'll, you know I'll just I'll deauth I'll go log on boot this old thing up and deauthorize this one and then proceed which worked but it's always crazy that it you go into you know now music and it says, "Sorry, you've got five Macs registered already, and it you know, like deauthorize your choices are deauthorize all of them yep. or nothing." <laughs> it does feel a little old school in that way. It should just, yeah. it should just be whatever's logged in. It feels like I don't know. I'm sure yeah. there's stupid yeah. rules and regulations. Um, on the iPad front, I was going to say I've definitely been in the case where it's like my wife has my old iPad, which I think is an Air Two. And she's definitely complained about it getting slow or, you know, losing Wi-Fi or just being kind of a pain. I was like, well, can I justify buying a brand new iPad and giving her the old iPad Pro, which is still better than what she has? Oh, I've had exactly this thought process. Yep. Like, my kids would all love my old iPad. Couldn't I give it to one of them? It doesn't make the new iPad not really expensive. Yep. That's the other problem. Also true. Yeah. Although I did just notice today that there were, I mean, there have been some deals already on not just not iPad specifically, but um, the new MacBook Air was like a hundred bucks off on Amazon, and there are now refurb Series Five watches uh, at the Apple Store. So uh, hitting yeah. that point where it's like, ah, oh, they're starting to refurb products that I want. <laughs> Hank has started. Hank has started wearing my my uh, Apple Watch Series Three, yeah. um, which he had eschewed for a while because he was not allowed to wear they weren't allowed to wear smartwatches at school right he's and not in school now he's not in school anymore so he can wear a smartwatch if he wants to mm-hmm. how's he is he doing stuff with it or um mostly just telling time and then talking asking siri questions they think that's that's it um i don't know that he i think he would use uh pcalc for mal- math though which you know was why they, why they don't want him to have them but <laughs> i don't know if he knows that pcalc is available on the watch or not Mm. Mm. <laughs> what about dice by peacock <laughs> <laughs> uh that I, I don't know yeah there were also a bunch of rumors surprisingly enough this week about future apple products including one that just came out today as we're recording this about a 23 inch imac coming this fall maybe 23 so like an upgrade of the I'm guessing Maybe it discontinued re- the 21. Yeah, probably replaced the 21 and a half as why. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be the MO right now, right? Like there's still that rumored 14 inch MacBook Pro sitting around out there that I think in theory was supposed to replace the 13 inch MacBook Pro, but we haven't seen. Uh, also, possibly a low cost uh, 11 inch iPad, like a non pro 11 inch iPad. 
Um, it is a little tricky right now to remember what all the different iPad sizes are because some of them, somebody was asking me about like, oh, does this keyboard case I have for the 10.5 inch fit the, I can't remember which one now, third, I think the iPad Air third generation. I was like, they're close, but they're not the same size and they actually have different screen sizes. Like one's a 10.5 and one's a 10.2 or something. And, you know, there's still nine, I think, is there still a 9.7? Is the iPad a 9.7 or is it a 10 inch? Is that an... It's, it, that's my like point. Like, there is a lot of range in there between about nine point right. seven inches and eleven inches. Yeah, which is very confusing at times because they keep tweaking it very slightly. So, yeah, I mean, I think in general, all of it, it's about bigger screens, smaller vessels. Uh, there was a rumor this week too about the um, uh, the new iPhone coming out this fall having a smaller notch uh, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, John's favorite new tipster guy uh, posted some uh, schematics. <laughs> the, the the iPad iPad is uh, ten point two inches. Okay, all right. So yeah, yeah. so that Pro was still yeah. bigger, but they're pretty close chassis wise. It's just slightly. Yeah, I don't know. Strange, strange. I'm sure, it all comes down to money. <laughs> Doesn't it always? Speaking of which, no, no. there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not this week. <laughs> this week's episode of The Rebound is brought to you by the runaway new bestseller, The, the Aleph Extraction, available <laughs> everywhere in bookstores, available I May have 12. been pronouncing it wrong in my head. <laughs> I, I know. I was just going to say, I've been pronouncing it the Hebrew way. I thought it was The Aleph Extraction. Aleph or Aleph is fine, but you don't say Aleph. That's wrong. That's what I was saying. No. That's wrong. And I will continue to Aleph, say it no matter what you say. Aleph is that puppet alien. So I was confused. The... Air, the current Air, is 10.5 inches. Okay, so that's the same as the iPad Pro. It's essentially a retooled version of that 2017 iPad Pro. The, yeah, yeah. And that's the... It's, is that right? Is that what the size was? Because I yeah, just find it I, weird that one, one of them is just slightly yeah, smaller. Right? Like the, isn't that the iPad, weird? The <laughs> iPad is just slightly smaller. Than isn't the, that weird? It's less. It's like a third of an inch smaller on the screen size? I don't understand. It seems like a bizarre yeah. choice, but okay. Yeah. Like, that's two separate panels. Like, I guess one of them maybe is it just a better, probably just a better panel, I guess. Like, I guess. but I, I feel like you. Yeah, because, the, well, yeah, they're different. Um, they not have like true tone or whatever. I don't know. They're all retina. They're all retina. The iPad iPad is not fully laminated. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. That's one. That's one difference. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, they're, yeah, they're slightly different. Um. Which you know, other than the processors, which was obvious, but are you so you guys are both interested in the keyboard? Do you have any reservations about the weight? That seems to be the thing that a lot of people are talking about. Like, and obviously, it needs to be heavy just because of the physics. But so I mean, yeah, I'm not right. worried about it because I I th- I don't think, and I'm I'm really bad at this. I don't actually know the answer, um, but I don't think it could possibly be heavier than my current setup because my current case is pretty freaking heavy. <laughs> The Logitech Logi One and the iPad Pro, like it's it's heavy. It's it's several pounds, and I often end up taking both uh, my laptop and my iPad if I'm traveling. I like to have my iPad to go to meetings, and I like to use my iPad around the house. And then, uh, if I'm traveling for work, I will take both. And if I'm traveling for pleasure, I'll just take the iPad. So I, the weight is it's basically it's either my only thing, so I don't care, or it's like well, I'm taking two things, so how can I give a shit about weight anyway? So I just it never seems to matter that much to me. Yeah. So that was a long way of saying no. I'm not worried about the weight. It's heavier, apparently, than the MacBook Air, but not pretty close to this, the weight of the MacBook Pro, it sounds like, or the 13-inch MacBook Pro. 
So it is basically like carrying around a laptop, but it has the added advantage that you can detach the screen whenever you want. And that's probably easier than your current case too, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think that's right. The only thing, when I was reading, I was amazed when I, I found, I, I, I saw, I guess, Phil Schiller's tweet linking to John Gruber's review of the new keyboard. And I was like, this must be a good review. And then you start reading it. And of course, Gruber's whole thesis is i hated it at first but then i liked it uh, the weight doesn't scare me and the fact that like it's not really as floaty as they say doesn't bother me and i also liked vitici writing about how he can remove the ipad with one hand because i will say that snapping my ipad out of its current case is a pain in the ass yeah and i think they built this one for that not to be the case i think they built this one very specifically knowing that you wouldn't want to always leave it in that keyboard and that makes it a way better ipad what i don't know is what do you do about covering the ipad <laughs> if it's not in the case like do you can you do all the things do you know what i mean that's that's what i haven't figured out what do you mean i'm not sure i follow okay so my one issue i have with my keyboard on my ipad is that it is just has keys on it it does not have there's no part of it that's like a, a micro fiber ah. cloth of any sort that's keeping my screen clean okay so my screen is always fingerprinty and i have to clean it separately on my own I, I have to look at it again, so I'm trying to stall for time while I get there. But there's, you can close the iPad within this thing, but it's the same deal, right? Like yeah. it's not, there's no soft like surface that's protecting your iPad. Yeah. 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 But it's a laptop whose screen you touch all the time. This is true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's life. <laughs> that's life in iPad town. <laughs> um, Population Lex. Yeah. Um, the, the bridge keyboard that I currently have is fairly heavy too. Uh, so I'm not super concerned about it. If, I'm mostly grabbing when if I grab it to type on the iPad, I'm doing it kind of deliberately and I don't I, I think I'm partially taking it because I although it got it's it's still like almost expensive <laughs> if I think about it. I was gonna say like I'm taking something cheaper and if like it gets lost then I'm not as worried about it as opposed to taking my MacBook Pro. But frankly yeah, the combination on, of those same, two things same cost. are practically the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's any more like it's barely cheaper. We're not at the point Honestly, this is here's what I'm thinking is like, I think we're at the point where there's room at the bottom of the Mac lineup more than anything, because there's a lot of room in the iPad lineup, right? Like starting all the way down at like yeah. the cost of the was it like 300, 329 or whatever for the the base iPad. And then the right. iPad mini is not is around that, which same you can price. get. I mean, you can get that base iPad for 250 at Costco. Most yeah, of the right. Time. Exactly. So like you can get that and you can go all the way up to an iPad Pro that's basically laptop cost. Right. Whereas. A laptop Mac starts at $1,000 with the MacBook Air. And part of me wonders, like, is there room underneath that for a lighter weight, cheaper Mac? Like, because at this point, the, it's, it's, it seems like it's simply a matter of preference. Do you want to use a Mac? Do you want to use an iPad? 80%, 90% of what you do, you can do on either, probably. And so I right. feel like if you're going to have that distinction be like, it's just a preference, it's whatever you like using then yeah. it'd be great if there were a cheaper, cheaper, lighter MacBook in the mix. Like, I keep hoping a return of the 11-inch or maybe this fabled ARM MacBook, uh, you know, might be a lighter, more like an ultralight thing like the 12-inch MacBook was. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. The one big difference for sure is battery life, with, um, with mine anyway, because my 11-inch is only a year and something, you know, what a year and a half old basically and so the battery is still great in it and it will maintain its battery life perfectly fine whereas and my macbook pro is not bad and it's four years old but it still will drain a heck of a lot faster than the well, iPad. and that 
And that's one reason that people talk about like the arm transition too, right? Is in theory, yeah. maybe just to be a lot more power efficient. But right, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are more power efficient, you know, Intel chips they could use if they wanted to make that trade off, right? Like you're going to lose some power probably. But then again, you look yeah. at like the specs on like those, you know, the current iPad Pros, and they talk about how good the benchmark scores are, and you still get that battery life. And it's, you know, we wrap back around to why wouldn't you want that in a Mac? <laughs> Are you, when you do buy... Um, I hear it's a great place. I've never been to Dubai. <laughs> yeah. When you buy engravable items from Apple, do you ever get the custom engraving on your iPads never. and stuff? Never. <laughs> because it delays shipping? Because you don't want it? You can't resell it. did. I did on my most recent AirPods. What'd you get engraved? Just my initials. It was, it was sort of a way, it was sort of just, well, it was a way because I, uh, Karen's got them as well obviously and so i want yeah, to be able to tell them apart. i want to be able to mm-hmm. tell them apart from my old ones and be able to tell them apart from hers and and you're too you're too lazy to put a sticker on them. <laughs> i'm too lazy to put a sticker on it turns out it doesn't matter because i keep mine in my jeans all the time and so they're kind of blue now <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't mind you know I, I don't want to put a sticker on my airpods case but like I, I don't mind the engravings but like you're saying dan like it does make it a little bit trickier to pass them down or certainly to try to resell them my kids don't mind but I think it limits the. Although Apple does not, I think, ask if you had that engraved if you do the trade in. So I don't know if they can buff it out or what. But Apple doesn't ask if you're doing a trade in if it's been engraved before. Really? I guess I don't know. Yeah. I, I my understanding had always been that you could not resell them, but I assume maybe that's just third parties. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I well, listeners will tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that whenever I've calculated the rate for a trade in with Apple, it's never asked. Um, but I, I sent you both a tweet that I hope we can share in the show notes too. Yeah. I want to believe that it's true. I, saw I believe that it's not. Ago. No, it first looks, of all, this doesn't look. This doesn't look like it's. It's not even even. Well, I think it's an ugly photo. <laughs> it's pink. It's it's misaligned. Like yes. it's, it's tilted in a way that Apple would never do. Right. right. So it's not real. Yeah. You guys were on my phone. Anyway, it's funny because it says I thought the personalized message was for the driver, not the AirPods, and the AirPods say leave in back garden if I'm not there, <laughs> and that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not. I think it's baloney. <laughs> Like this podcast. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You know when the 3% on an Apple card for Apple purchases doesn't seem like a lot? When it's only $30 because you're looking at a $1,000 iPad. (laughs) That's when it doesn't seem like that much. Uh, I mean, it's 30 bucks you wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess that probably doesn't apply if you buy it from someplace that's not Apple either, right? Like if you find a cheaper price on Amazon, you buy it from there, you don't get that 3%. It's true. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Um. You were talking about uh, Macs, cheaper Macs, and um, so I bought that. I bought that Mac Mini, and I got it. Uh, John will not shut up about his Mac Mini. Uh, yeah. You're right. It feels yeah. great to now say you that. Know what it it's feels like, great. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it for six hundred bucks on refurb, and it was. It's a really nice machine. So I mean, I mean, it is the one that's that would have been eight hundred dollars previously. So at eight hundred dollars, it's not like super cheap, but yeah, I guess. I mean. I guess if you wanted a cheap Mac Mini. <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's exactly oh, okay, what I well, wanted. Well, it worked out for you, I guess. If you need any spare parts, I can hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your spare parts will work in my Mac Mini. Yeah. Uh, you know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> so. <laughs> I did briefly, after I guess talking about yeah, your yeah. Mac Mini, now we're going to use it as a Plex server, I looked at, I have an unused Raspberry Pi, and I looked at potentially setting it up as... A Plex server, but then I saw that at least the version of the Raspberry Pi that I have can only look at 32 gigabytes of space on the SD card you put in it, and I was like, yeah, that doesn't seem worth it. So <laughs> no, that I'm continuing seem worth it. to just rely on my network attached storage device, which 
continues to work just fine. Yeah. Um, why, then what are you complaining about? That's where I am too. Well, I guess the, what I'm complaining about is that on the Roku, where I use it most, because I have a lot of movies that I patiently ripped from my DVD player over time, um, or DVD drive over time, it's annoying to navigate. Like I've put them into folders and like I had to break the comedies folder into multiple folders because it just took the interface too long to load in. You know, it's just a shitty UI on the Roku, Wait. on every device I've ever tried, on the Fire Stick and everything else. It just takes it a long time to load in if there's like X60 movies in a folder. It, like, it chokes that's, a little that's bit. That's if I mean, you're, using, so it's, it's you're just using... the It's just the Roku's interface going against your NAS. The Plex is, Plex is not involved. Exactly. Ah, yeah, okay. Exactly. And your, Na- your NAS doesn't support Plex. Um, That's a great question. I never checked. You know, yeah. I have the same NAS as you. Or the, the, the Synology? Oh, I thought you got the WD. Oh no no no! I got nope. I got I got a Synology because it's because it's great. Uh, The Synology (laughs) just runs Plex natively. Like there's a Plex version for it, so I just yeah yeah, have it pull all the stuff off the drive. It's great. Works works perfectly. I've rarely had a complaint. Yeah, I I would imagine, and I think I've heard this before that uh, Raspberry Pi can work, but it's not great at doing transcoding stuff. So unless your stuff is already ripped in, which it might be in like an apple friendly format you might have a hard time although if you're looking at it on roku then it needs to be something else so well no it, it does appear to me that uh dan may well be right and that this thing actually supports configuring plex services on it which i didn't know <laughs> yeah. so which i'll report we back just got you we just got you a new plex server without without having to do anything <laughs> that's or a new project at least yeah oh, that's right. what we need sometimes yeah i kind of felt that's what i needed to frankly <laughs> Yeah, Lex is our project now. <laughs> Not quite queer eye, but you know, he's a, he's a real fixer upper. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much more money I want to put him. It's a bit of a sunk cost. <laughs> you put you put a lot more money into that Mac Mini. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot more out of that Mac Mini too. Let me tell you, harsh. <laughs> uh, I mean. Plex versus Lex? I don't know. Mm. Did Plex introduce you and your new bride at your wedding, Dan? <laughs> no. <laughs> but could it have? It could have. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, it's, it's probably true, but I'm not convinced. We'll have to time travel back and find out. Also, remember, wasn't that a kick when you could have like 150 people in the same place? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you had to bring Those that were up. the days. <laughs> were they? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, they were. Superman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Release the Snyder Cut! <laughs> Lex does have no idea what we're talking about, but that's fine. It's just as well. You don't oh, want I'm to in a bad mood, so I want this show to entertain and delight me. Please don't talk about DC Universe. Okay. Because <laughs> it won't. It will not. It will neither entertain, yeah. nor will it delight. I, it certainly won't delight. I will just delight. wait for Lex Luthor to come up, and that's it. That's the one thing yeah. I can glom onto. I know that name. Yep. That's like my name. Yeah, it is like your name. Lex Friedman. Are we ever- His name is your name too. 